welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Or if you're completely new, hello, my name is Vivian. And you've joined on a bit of a strange episode, but in today's episode, I'm gonna cover how I overcame a wisdom tooth infection naturally without the use of antibiotics. And I'll give you a bit of background before we get into it. This was back in September, by the way. So it's a few months ago, but I only re-released the podcast in January. So I finally got around to sharing it now. So as a dental history, as much as you're all dying to know, I never really had any dental teeth issues. I've not had fillings. I've not had any root canals. The only thing that I've had done is orthodontic work. So as a teenager, I think it was around the age of 14, I had four to five adult teeth removed because I had a lot of crowding, which I now know is, isn't that I've got too many teeth, it's that my jaw is too narrow, too small, which can be due to developmental issues, um, skeletal issues, particularly nutrient deficiencies in the mother's health, which we're not going to place blame on anyone here. My mum always feels guilty enough for some of the health issues that I had, which is ridiculous, but that's just how parents can be. But I had teeth removed before having braces. I had the proper train track wired braces on in teenage years. But then because I stupidly didn't wear the retainers after a certain point, my teeth over time very slowly moved back to being crowded again. So my teeth are always prone to overcrowding, even with my smaller jaw and teeth removed. I was thinking, imagine if I had those four to five teeth, I can't remember how many, still in my mouth, I would have some serious, like, bad, <laughs> bad um, teeth going on. So because they moved, I was a little bit self-conscious about them. The main issues were just the front two teeth were crossing over. My bottom teeth were more crowded, though. And because I was on podcasts and seeing myself more on video, I was a little bit self-conscious and just wanted to improve them while I could and while it was a pretty low-invasive strategy. So in 2019, September, after a few months of me leaving my other part-time job, I worked at a Sainsbury's. I was going into Viva Natural Health full-time. I wanted to get braces and I went for an Invisalign consultation or those quick braces um, things that they have. And they said that I wasn't suitable. At the time, I had some jaw pain, which was linked to just inflammation in my body that's now settled so it was tmj and they said because of that those types of braces weren't suitable and i got turned away from a few different ones 
which is weird. But then I went to the place that I ended up going with and they said that I could get the proper wired braces and that I would expect to have them for two to three years, which at first I was like, no, it'll be, it'll be fast. Cause the first time I only had them on for a year, my teeth moved pretty quick. But even though my teeth did improve really fast this, this latest time, you then have to keep them on for like a long time after. And there was just these little tiny tweaks over the last few months that just took forever. And they just really want them to be as perfect as possible, which I'm glad for. So I had them on from September 2019. They survived lockdowns and pandemics and all sorts of things. And I was kind of hidden away. Most of it, not much was going on in the world um, at the time. So I didn't really mind having braces on. I picked a good time looking back. And I had them removed May 2022. Uh, so yeah, quite a long time. And then I thought about it and I was like, the reason that they said I needed these braces is because long-term they are less likely to move because they, they move the root of the tooth, not just the structural appearance. They said things like Invisalign are just more surface level tweaking, whereas the proper braces are more affecting the root of the tooth. So I was happy with that but I still have to wear retainers every night which you do when you have any of those options so I think I was a little bit scammed with that one and I could have just gotten away with having retainers in or like a, a smaller wire brace for that time but oh well and some other teeth issues that I had were very minor but it was when I had a lot of health issues I struggled with bleeding gums particularly when I think I either lost my period or I was on the pill I remember having bleeding gums quite a lot really sore inflamed gums which can be which can be common with hormonal fluctuations I know a lot of pregnant women have issues with their gums so I experienced that as well even when I wasn't pregnant I probably wasn't even fertile at the time and I had issues with demineralization of my teeth because of how deficient I was how inflamed and stressed I was my teeth lost a lot of the pigment and the minerals that was confirmed on a HTMA as well. Uh, I had really low calcium and magnesium for a long period of time. And that's those are two big components of bone health. It's not just all about calcium, but it is really important. Um, you need things like boron, you need things like collagen and protein and vitamin D for healthy, strong bones as well. So at some point, I've probably been deficient in all of them, to be honest. And that really affected my teeth. And they kind of went see-through. I remember just looking at them once, especially front to the bottom bit. It was just like see-through. And that has improved quite a lot. I'm going to do potentially a separate episode on my oral health regime, because it was partly topical and partly internal that helped with that particular issue. But since having my braces off in May 2022 and being able to fully get out my teeth again and not have these big blocks in the way, I can clean them thoroughly again. I've really been on my A game with oral health. And that's why it was so annoying that I had this dental issue happen a few months later. Um, I was flossing every night. I was water picking. I was oil pulling. So let me know if you want me to do a full episode on that. It would probably be pretty short because it's nothing too crazy, but the products that I use and everything... But I had a wisdom tooth infection the week before my 28th birthday in September last year. And I think looking back, this is because of me having my braces off a few months earlier. I think my teeth have started to, I think there's no more room for my wisdom tooth to come through, if that makes sense. So my teeth are less 
crowded and wonky than they were before. So now there's been room, and I think over time my wisdom tooth has come through. I can't even remember looking back if my wisdom tooth was there. I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I had it must have been early twenties when the whole gum stuff was happening. I had issues with my wisdom teeth coming up and down a few times. They never got infected. They were just like swollen and sore. I remember going to a dental consultation once and the dentist said like, we can take them out if you want, but you're going to have to go on antibiotics. And at that point I knew the dentists of antibiotics. So I just chose not to do anything. And then they were fine. I think I have three of the wisdom teeth already through, but I can't actually remember, which is bad. But it was a week before my birthday. So this all started Wednesday, the 14th of September. My birthday is the 20th for reference. I was at my boyfriend's house. I'd have clients throughout the day. And we were just sitting down ready to eat our dinner. And I just felt like my back two molars on the right-hand side at the bottom were starting to hurt. And I would, like, touch my teeth together and they would just be painful. And the actual teeth, not the gum or anything, not behind I don't think but it got progressively worse over the next few hours my gum started to hurt my gland really swelled up in my neck on that side and I couldn't open my mouth fully so I went to look what was going on in the mirror and I couldn't actually see properly and I saw something I got my boyfriend to take pictures but you know it's just terrible when you try and take a picture of something like that but I couldn't tell if my wisdom tooth was fully through, partly through, not there at all, because I didn't really check prior. So that evening, I was just feeling a bit sorry for myself. My boyfriend went off to play football, which was already planned. And I thought I was like, okay, but it just got progressively worse. And I was just in bed. I was in the exact same position that he left me in and he'd been gone for like two hours. I just laid the ice in my face and I had even had to take painkillers I just scoured through his bathroom in his cupboard and found some ibuprofen and started taking them which is very unlike me so you know if I'm taking them I really need it and I didn't have access to all of my natural remedies like I would have done if I was at home so who knows if I would have been at home when it started I could have nipped it in the bud right away but that, that's not the case and when he got home a few hours later, I looked terrible. I just knew. I, I told him to see myself in the mirror. I was like, I look disgusting and I know it. And he was like, no, no. But then he was like, yeah, you look pretty. You look pretty sick. I had bags under my eyes. I was so pale. I had no energy. And I just wanted to lie there in the dark, in silence, and just not speak to anyone. And he even put music on. And then went downstairs to like make some food. And I was so angry because he'd left the speaker at the other side of the room and it was quite loud. And I just, <laughs> I was like trying to text him, but then he'd left his phone upstairs and it was just absolutely fuming that he'd left music on and I was too tired to actually get up and turn it off myself. The next morning I was going to be at a nutrition seminar on vaginal microbiome with my practitioner friend, Rosie. But I texted her then at like eight o'clock saying like, this has just happened really quickly. I know it sounds like I'm flaking, but I'm really not. This is bad. And we had to cancel. I had to cancel. Turns out she didn't end up going anyway. So that was fine. But that night I slept okay. And for the first five minutes in that the next morning, I thought the pain had gone because I felt absolutely back to normal. But then a few minutes later, 
it returned worse than ever. I couldn't eat breakfast. I didn't eat for like a few days properly. Um, I was still popping the painkillers at that point. My breath smelt so bad. I could tell there was some sort of infection going on. And I could even tell that my boyfriend, Luke, had to, like, I could tell that he was annoyed by that and, like, was struggling to to deal. But I didn't know what was wrong at that point. I even either knew it was my wisdom tooth or an abscess. But when I'd, like, my, I've seen my granddad have an abscess before and he already had some dental issues and his whole cheek swelled out. And my overall risk factors for that were quite low because of my current health and dental history was quite good. So I was less thinking abscess, more wisdom tooth, but I just wanted answers as to what was going on. So we went to the pharmacy and just like went to see if they could do anything or like diagnose me with anything, but they would really no help. They just said how to take painkillers and how to like mix and match them, paracetamol and ibuprofen. And I was like, great. My stomach was already starting to hurt and get upset by the painkillers. So I really wanted to stop as soon as possible, but they would really help to relieve the pains. I could actually like swallow properly and open my mouth. I attempted soup for lunch that day, but I couldn't even put the spoon in my mouth because my, my jaw wouldn't open fully enough, fully enough. And the swallowing aggravated the lymph nodes in my neck. So I went home for my boyfriend, just rested. I had to cancel and reschedule a few client calls that day for the first time in years. I've only ever done it a couple of times before, but that takes a lot for me to cancel. Um, but the pain was unbearable. There was no way I could talk and give my clients a good session. So we rescheduled that. If that was you, thank you for doing that. I tried to ring my dentist and... They're the ones that I've been going to for my braces treatment for the three years prior, but they didn't get back to me. I filled out an, an emergency form on the website. I rang them like five times that day, no answer. I then rang 111, which is, if you're outside of the UK, a non-emergency healthcare, like NHS service line. They weren't really any help either. And they only had appointments like the next week because this was almost the end of the week on Thursday I think at this point so I thought I would message my friend Cathy who is now training in homeopathy honestly out of desperation because I didn't know that she's used it successfully and she talks about giving it to her daughter Bonnie when she's got infections so I thought maybe this would be a good time to try it homeopathy um, for the first time and she guiding me through a consultation as to which product would be best based on how it was presented. So we did this over WhatsApp because I couldn't even talk properly. And this was my first real experience of homeopathy apart from things like Arnica cream and the rescue remedy stuff, but it definitely will not be the last. I'm hooked. It is honestly amazing. Do you love coffee, but have been told it's bad and needs to be avoided if you're struggling with hormone imbalances like acne, PMS, and period problems. Honestly, most coffee out there should be avoided because the majority are contaminated with things like mold and pesticides, which can drive inflammation and those feelings like anxiousness and jitteriness after drinking. But what if I told you there was a coffee option that tastes great, is organic and mold-free, and also provides healing properties from reishi mushroom spores? Enter Organo King Coffee, my latest obsession. I didn't drink it for years, 
because it would always wreck my sleep and leave me feeling like an anxious mess. But King Coffee does the exact opposite. Don't worry, it's not one of those fake coffee alternatives made from herbs. And if you've tried other mushroom coffee brands out there, I promise this one actually tastes good and is way better and provides so many more health benefits. If you haven't already heard of the benefits of reishi mushroom or Ganoderma, then let me give you a quick overview. It's known as the king of medicinal mushroom family due to its superpowers such as supporting healthy immune balance and being an adrenal adaptogen. This means if your immune system's overactive due to autoimmunity, or suppressed because of things like chronic infections, and you're not really sure if your cortisol levels are high or low, the ratio can help to balance things out and it promotes homeostasis within the body. It's also antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, pretty much everything that we want from a product. Because of its potency, I'd recommend starting slowly if you're someone who's struggling with more complex chronic health issues or is sensitive. If you're thinking, why can't I just take a reishi mushroom supplement? Good question. Organo use a patented process to gently crack the inner and outer shell, offering 99% bioavailability of the reishi mushroom spores. I also explain this as being like the differences with probiotics. The regular lactobacillus, bifidobacterium options that we can all buy readily in health food shops have some benefit, but nowhere near as much as the spore-based probiotics that I use all the time with clients. Wanting to give Organo King Coffee a try for yourself? Visit vivanaturalhealth.myorganogold.com. This will all be spelled out and linked in the episode show notes and also my bio link on Instagram. I really hope you love it as much as I do, but now let's get back to the show. And if you've never taken homeopathic remedies before, they look really weird when you see them. They're tiny white balls, a lot of them, in these glass vials. And you let them dissolve under your tongue. Some of them you, you crunch and chew. And they're based on energy. I'm going to have Cassie on to do a whole episode. So if she's not already been on, she'll be on soon. I'll schedule that around, around this episode. And because they're based on energy, she'll give you a more sciencey. Um, definition but they shouldn't really be handled or touched or kept near phones and electronics because it can disrupt them she asked me so many questions and some of them I was like why do you need to know this but she needed to know what side the the issue was on where the pain was whether it improved with hot or cold whether I was thirsty or not and any bit of information I would give her she would be like really thankful for for example, I told her that I was drooling a lot in the night when I was sleeping. And she's like, yeah, that's really important that that can rule out certain remedies or ruling other ones. I think I started with, she told me to go to um, Holland and Barrett's actually. So this was a quarter to five at night when I was texting her. And she said that some of the remedies might be available at Holland and Barrett's. Holland and Barrett's closes at five o'clock. So I had 15 minutes. And this was me with zero energy. But I was like, right, I've got 15 minutes to drive into town, park up, run to the store, get them, go to the till and all of that. But I was like, I just didn't even think about it. I just went out the door. She told me to look for remedies called Belladonna or Merc Viv. So I got in my car. I was like knackered, dizzy, in pain. I rushed there. I parked up just in the side of the street because everything was closing at this time. So I parked up, I ran to Holland and Barrett's, got there, and they didn't have the ones that I wanted. They had a really minimal selection, which shouldn't 
have surprised me being where I live. Like it's not a huge natural remedy town. I FaceTimed her in the store and I was showing her the shelf on FaceTime and asking her what, which ones I need. But they honestly didn't have the ones that were going to be suitable. They just had basic arnica and stuff like that. So I got home and I ordered on Amazon Prime a basic homeopathy kit, which was only £30, which is amazing. And it's come in handy so many times since. My dad's had food poisoning, helped him with that. My boyfriend had a cold, I helped him with that. What else did I have? I had something else. Oh, I banged my head in the cupboard. <laughs> and homeopathy helped with that as well. There's, there's a little booklet in there and it says like some weird stuff like head injuries or like stiff neck, there's certain remedies for each one. But I signed up for Amazon Prime, so I don't typically have that. I got next day delivery before 1pm. And Cassie did tell me that another kit was better. It's called the Ainsworth 42 kit, I think. But because it wasn't on Amazon and because I was scared it wouldn't come in time with it being a Friday, I just went with the Amazon one because I knew they would deliver on Saturday. And now that I was at home, I had so many extra products on hand, like my probiotics, immune support, vitamin C. Some of them I take regularly anyway, but some of them I just keep keep on hand for times like this, where it's like emergency and I have my little first aid kit. I was taking things internally. Um, I, I could push a little pill through my small gap in my jaw and manage to get that down. And then topically, I was doing things like coconut oil pulling, salt water rinses. I was dabbing on diluted clove oil. I was massaging my neck and lymph and body very gently to assist detox. I did a coffee enema so I could just lie there on the floor and not have to do anything too intense. I also had some um, liquid products. So there's a company called Cellcore that I love, and they do a, a mineral drop and an oxygen supplement. So I put some of those in some water, swished them in my mouth, held them in my mouth for like a minute so they could target the tissue directly. Did that with propolis drops as well that I had on hand, which is like a B product. And then um, I swallowed them so I got the benefits internally. So, so I was really throwing everything at it at this stage. And I even if I needed supplements from the websites that I used, they wouldn't have been shipped at that time anyway so I had to go with what I already had on hand so this is a reminder if you don't already have a mini first aid kit either homeopathy or supplement wise then definitely get on it and then that night slept terribly um, I was still on painkillers as well that's how bad it was which helped me sleep and gave me some relief but I was up every three hours with pain and I had to take another ibuprofen um, I had to fall asleep with the ice pack on my face. That was the only thing that got me through. And then the next day, my homeopathy kit came. So Cassie, based on my symptoms and my presentation, even if you have a wisdom tooth infection, you will probably need something different to what I need. Well, you definitely will, because it depends on why you got the infection, how it's presenting. So based on my presentation, she told me to start with a remedy called Belladonna, which... You, like is a well-known one, but it can be used for different injuries, infections, illnesses. And she guided me through it, but she said that if I get some relief, even even minor, then we, we're going to keep going with that one. Whereas if I don't feel any change, 
in 15 minutes even of taking it, then it's probably not the remedy for me. So I took one dose and I wasn't really sure because I'd taken a ibuprofen a bit before. So I didn't know if I got relief from that or the homeopathy. So she told me to take another one. And I definitely didn't notice the difference with belladonna, even though that one is common for what's used. You can just see how everyone was so very different. And then instead, she told me to try one called chamomilla, which worked an absolute dream. It is a common one for teething babies. And for me, it was as, as effective as ibuprofen without all of the nasty side effects. So I'd been taking painkillers for a couple of days now, and I felt it working pretty much right away, which meant it was a match for me. So I stayed on that one, on and off until it cleared. And then at this point, my mum came to the rescue and had finally managed to get me booked in with an emergency dentist. Because mine had got back to me and said, because I wasn't actually registered with them for my regular checkups, just orthodontics, like I couldn't see them, which was annoying. So I managed to go to an old dentist that I used to be registered with when I lived at home. And it was £75. I was in there for two minutes. And they told me that I had a really bad wisdom tooth infection, which I only went to get a diagnosis, honestly, and just see what was going on so I could research and try to do things on my own I wanted them to rule out an abscess or rule in something she said it was called I think perichondritis which is as the tooth pushes through something can get stuck under the gum and then the gum can cause like a flap of skin to grow over and then it, it can just affect like how you can get out the tooth it's more risk of infection and she said raspberry seeds can do this quite commonly in particular because they're very tiny and I'd been interestingly eating raspberry seeds a few hours well eating raspberries a few hours before this whole issue started so I think it was just bad timing the tooth was coming through a few months after my braces were removed I was eating raspberry seeds on this particular day it got trapped my immune system went crazy and now and now the gum's a bit weird there I don't know if it was because of the infection or it was happening anyway, but it kind of covers the wisdom tooth a little bit. But she advised me to take antibiotics. And she said, like, I really advise that you do this. And I just said, I want to see what I can do naturally first. So I told her everything that I was doing. She was, I don't think she really understood everything fully what I was trying, but she was asking me what homeopathic remedies I was taking. And she said I was doing a bit too much topical-wise with all of the coconut oil and clove and all of that. She said just salt water gargle is enough. And I got the prescription just in case for the antibiotics. It was penicillin for five days, twice a day, I think. But I really wanted to avoid antibiotics if I could because of the obvious antibiotic resistance issue that we have. My history of poor gut health and now that I finally have good gut health, I don't want to mess with it if possible. But I wouldn't have been stupid because I know that the risk of oral infections is quite serious if they travel systemically. And they can potentially lead to things like sepsis. But I just intuitively felt like I could avoid them. And I was already seeing improvements, so I just felt like I could do it naturally. And at this stage, because the inflammation had gone down with the chamomilla remedy, 
I could see more into my mouth as to what was going on. And I had a look and I could see with my phone torch a lot of redness, swelling, and an area. It was like a white lump. I think it was pus. So I told Cassie that and she said to try, I think it was Merkviv at this point, which was one of the initial remedies that she suggested. She said that helps to push out infections out of the body and anything pus related. Within a few minutes, I felt of taking it, I felt a burning sensation in that area. It wasn't painful. It just felt a bit hot and stingy. I looked in the mirror and the lump had literally exploded. Sorry if this is TMI. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> and the the pus, like, I couldn't see the pus anymore. There's just blood in my mouth, which was crazy how quickly that happened from taking a tiny little remedy. Even things like supplements, they're going to take hours to get into your body, but these homeopathics, within a few minutes, you can feel a relief if it's the right remedy. But she said that's that was enough. That one pill of the Merkviv was enough and then had to switch again. So it's very like chop and change with this. And that's why it's good to have an emergency homeopath on the hand. And I stopped that remedy. I continued with the chamomilla. I alternated that one with silica because my symptoms at this state changed slightly. So I then was on that and chamomilla alternating. And then the next day, I think I just took sulfur one to three times a day. This was a bigger tablet that I chewed. And Cassie said that this just helps your body to recover post-infection. So I was, I was doing better. I was still not sleeping and eating well, but there was a lot less swelling and inflammation um, throughout the day because of the chamomilla. So I was still in pain for another two days. And then I had some lingering symptoms with swelling, opening my mouth and eating. But yeah, I managed to avoid the antibiotics, which was amazing. And I was perfectly in time for my birthday. I was better on the Tuesday, which was so good. I was just so happy to be able to eat normally again. It's like when you've had a cold and you're all stuffy and you can't breathe deeply and you're struggling to get to sleep. It's just so nice to finally breathe again. And my world has been opened up to the benefits of homeopathy. Cassie is my go-to girl for this. I am I'm surprised that we didn't learn about it at college or get into it. Like I've not gotten into it sooner. There's just so many things I've I've looked more into herbal medicine and nutrition, obviously. But homeopathy is very suppressed and a lot of most conventional medicine is very against homeopathy. They think it's very like woo-woo, quack, doesn't work. But Cassie even posted something the other day. She said, if it was just placebo, why does why do some remedies work and some don't? Why do some remedies give such immediate changes like they did with me? And why is it when she gives her one-year-old daughter a remedy, how does it work if, if it's all due to placebo? She has no understanding of homeopathy and what it is. So trust me, it works. And... It's just another reminder for me that our bodies have an innate ability to heal and we don't always necessarily need medical intervention. But as you can see from this story, I'm not totally against conventional medicine. Like I went to a conventional dentist because I don't have a holistic one nearby. I took painkillers when I was desperate. and I had no other natural remedies nearby. I benefited from both holistic and conventional allopathic medicine in this situation but I didn't abuse the medication side of things. And I sought to find answers 
as to what was going on so that I could try more natural remedies. So I think that's where the focus should be, not just relying on the medicine. Use it if needed, but also like try to support your body naturally in the process as well. And it might be easier to, to do that and just take a pill and get your doctor to, quote, fix you, which they're not doing. Your body heals itself. And going on antibiotics might have provided some shorter, like some short-term relief. I might have been better a few days faster, but some of the long-term side effects that can come from that, such as wiping out a ton of my good bacteria, overgrowing yeast in the body, um, affecting my mitochondria, which they can do. There's some studies that show after just one round of antibiotics, there's some species in the gut that can be completely wiped out and never grow back. So that's always on the back of my mind. So this isn't medical advice. I'm sure in my experience, I hope this is just a one-off and it won't happen again. But the way that my gum is now at the back, I've been told that it can be prone to infection, like I said. So I'm just going to stay on top of my oral hygiene. And I should a funny story on my Instagram the other day but this would have been months ago now and my boyfriend's sister is a dental hygienist and she was she knew that I was having this issue so she said that some syringes that she could get that I could just put some mouthwash in and clean out the area once a week once a day when I felt like it was getting inflamed so I was like great the last time I saw her she gave me two syringes to just clean and reuse over and over again so I had them in my bag and then this one day my my sister-in-law's my brother's wife she said that she had a cold and I was going to meet her but she said that she wasn't feeling good so I was like I'll bring you around some supplements um some like probiotics and mineral drops and I also thought I'd try her on some homeopathy so I had like all of these potions and liquids and these little vials of white homeopathy pills in my bag and only when I was out because I went watching football uh, with my brother and my boyfriend at this pub I looked at my bag and I was like if someone searched my bag right now I would look like such a drug dealer so I had these syringes like needles and all of these liquids and these tiny pills I was like this is ridiculous but if only they knew it's all natural stuff don't worry <laughs> I hope you got a little laugh out of that one. But maybe this episode gives you some inspiration to look more into natural remedies, which I hope. Next time you have an infection, obviously don't be silly. Don't ignore the signs of something more serious when a course of antibiotics might be just the thing that you need to get better. And it's not worth the time trying different things. It's just an emergency. Like I'm, I'll probably take out antibiotics again in my life, but I'm going to try and avoid them and have them as a second option if needed. So moral of the story is listen to and trust your body. And this is your friendly reminder to floss your teeth tonight because oral health is very important. And there's honestly nothing worse than tooth stuff, ear stuff. It's a nightmare. So we want to keep on top of our game. And um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I'll see you back here next week. <laughs>